forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser. Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) When the reverb Uh. is really long and then you hit stop on the recording. <laughs> my name's oh, Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Oh my goodness, this season is chugging along. She's chugging, girl. She's butt chugging along. She's butt chugging. Take a <laughs> take a cue from my book, bitch. You look amazing. So wait, are we allowed to talk Full about drag. what you're doing? Yeah, I'm shooting um, a makeup campaign. Oh my god. Well, I will say that um your glitter in your eyes and on your lips is really really stunning. Oh my god, I have to share this product with you. I'll get you some. I'll get you some gratis, girl. <laughs> You're frozen. I'm sorry, and I'm literally trying to untuck right now, so my face is probably gnarled and contorted. <laughs> yeah, it was a good freeze frame. <sighs> Oh wow! Oh, 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 so, this week, uh, last week was the monster ball. Sharon Needles was conspicuously absent. <laughs> Girl, they all prayed at her altar that week. It was great. So many looks. So many lurks. Yeah. Um, Ariel Versace sadly was sent home in her mermaid look after taking a pheromone on the stage. She done Akasha her way down the runway. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She totally did. We have some updates from the DMs. Um, uh, first of all, from GG22, she says, it's ready for you guys. And I had to, I, I got into this photo and I was like, I don't know what the it's, fuck I'm looking at. Bitch, that's the risotto. It's the risotto. Is it the same risotto? The HelloFresh? It looks like it. That risotto was so good. Me and Dipper did it and I was eating it. And then like towards the middle, I was like, wait, do you want any of this? He was like, that's my dinner. But (laughs) he's like, thank you. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for the really juicy, succulent picture of this risotto. GG22. Right. Uh, Kate Marriott says, hi, lovelies. Alaska, I can't believe people complain about you eating on the podcast, you can make whatever goddamn sounds you like. We live. Those people can fuck off. Love, love, love. Both of you, if I had a dick, I would send a pic. Kisses, Kate. Well, yeah, thanks. Um, oh, I'm not bitch. really sure what she's referring to, but you know what? We are open to clip pics as well, as long as you are over the age of 18. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad or pressed about what's between your legs, but if you feel like taking a picture of it and sending it our way, we are nudity and genital positive over here. Very super duper. Um, uh, who's this girl from Jaw Irene? She says, when the queens are being critiqued, then they start to explain why they did bad to the judges. Are they prompted to get into it and then the edit makes it look like they complain? 
Um, I think sometimes that the judges prompts are edited out just because that makes for more streamlined television. And, you know, you get to the meat of the matter anyway, which is the reaction or the fact of the contestant, not the judge asking about it, because if the judge is asking about it, that means other people might notice it, too. So who knows, you know? Sure. And uh, I yeah, I mean, it's you can only blame the edit up to a certain point because it's like if you said it you said it i i think of you willem as an example it's like you were very um restrained in what you gave them on the runway <laughs> even down to how you're standing and what your facial expression is so you have control ultimately over what you give at the show so if you want to stand there and give a long drawn out explanation about why you were booger boots this week you can or you can just say you know what yeah i fucked up um sorry Mm -hmm. yeah which i think is more elegant which is kind of a good way to start off this episode because you know that kind of how it ends um (laughs) In my humble opinion, but the the Drag Olympics is one of those episodes that people are going to remember for a while because it's got like, you know, so much heart to it. Just like all this good VH1 music underscoring, the whole episode sounded like Mob Wives, first of all. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. The underscoring was villainous in parts. It was literally like, this is how you're supposed to feel. And then like Akira bringing the room back up with little boop, 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 boop. It's like, it's so good. I, I tip my wig to the scorers it's a really good show i mean you could literally just listen to the music and and you would still probably get an idea of what was going on um i would like to talk about what went on last week real quick because ariel went home and in the sachet shante you stay like update that they give this week's episode Mm -hmm. uh they they show ariel going away and in between when rue says shante away they show ariel falling again and i'm like (laughs) i'm like we we remember what happened. You don't need to do her dirty every episode now. They love but, a fall in the new era of Drag Race. They love a fall. I I think they're greasing the stage because it they they slow it down and they put explosions behind it. The water cresting into the rocks of the ocean. All that. Yeah. All that. Well, um, a girl fell this week and they didn't repeat it. And I was like, oh, they're going to show more of that Um, with when uh, Scarlett fell later. They only show in the wide her running around. You know, they didn't need they didn't need to do her dirty during the the drink or during the drag Olympics. During the drag Olympics, she fell. I noticed it. And then they didn't zoom in or, or even talk about it again. It was just in the wide shot. Dang. I mean, she already she already looked how she looked. They didn't need to hurt her anymore. <laughs> they just they showed what happened, and you're like, okay, yeah, we get it. She don't dance. She she's not a mover. She's a shaker, right? And a cutter. Uh, but, oh my god. <laughs> well, we get into uh, what happened like last week. Evie and Vanjie are getting into it. Evie's like, well, why don't you change up your runway looks? Like the judges are telling you to, girl. It's literally what Evie did last week, though, with Raja. Remember? I mean, I understand that directive is girls talk about how you feel, how, you know, you're sitting down. It's like you go in the next day after that and you have to stop yourself from saying, well, yesterday they're like, no, say last week, you know, because it's so fresh. And then they're like, sit down and talk about it. And then they show you talking about it. But like, you know, it's not the kind of stuff that you would volunteer naturally. Otherwise, I don't think Evie is reading her unprompted. They're just having a conversation that they were told to talk about you know yeah 
And I don't think it's totally, I don't think it's out of line that, I think it's good that Evie's doing this because, first of all, that's what you need to make a television show, is you have to say, this is what happened, this is what the judges told you, you just picked something out of your mouth and your face is priceless. I I popped a cyst, I popped a cyst on my gum in the back, I thought it was like, am I getting, I was like, am I getting, girl, I thought I was getting my wisdom tooth, and I was like, why is that? And I don't have my wisdom teeth. They never came in. Oh. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Willem Wisdom. Ooh, it tastes. Sister. We'll always be sisters. Oh, y'all saw that too. Nasty. Sorry. Wow. But um, I'm so entertained by what Vanjie says in all these interviews. If she ever goes home, I don't know what they're going to cut to. You know? That's true. That's very true. She's incredible. Yeah, totally. Um, and Silky, it makes it makes no bones about telling Evie that she's spooky dooky and she wants her to go <laughs> Not home. Spooky dooky, mom. Yeah, she's waiting for Spooky to go dooky and go Not home. Spooky dooky. Yeah, it's great uh, though because Evie is being. Um, she's agitating the other girls. She's sort of pushing them and like pushing up against them. And like, that's what you, that's what you want, especially when it's like correct and not like, I don't know. Oh girl, I ain't, I ain't mad at all. You know, they, they, it's, we're making a TV show here. You have to talk about the drama in the room and stuff. And yes, I'm not mad. Um, I'm also not mad that our friend love Connie gets to be, you know, on television this week. So cool to see her. I am so beyond happy for Connie in this moment because she she's always been like, I don't know, girl, I don't think they can put me on drag race. I don't think, you know, because she's considered auditioning for it because because she's she does drag. She works in our community. She puts on shows like she's she's choreographed shows I was in, you know? Yes. But it's also like her style of drag doesn't really lend itself to what drag race is right now. I don't think. And I don't think it would be fair for her to be a contestant. But this was a perfect venue and a showcase for her. And I hope she comes back every single year and does this. So fun. She was reading these girls for dirt. She was reading the show for dirt. She was reading RuPaul for dirt. And just like, like we've never seen anything like this person. You, yeah. A little background as to who the fuck Love Connie is. I mean, we have seen it because we go to her shows. We know her. We're, yeah. We've seen it. The world hasn't. Totally. She yeah. was in my music video for This Is My Hair. She was my body so double. Um, she was in a Big Dipper music video, right? Yeah. Being like the Farrah Fawcett sort of sex goddess. She choreographed Invincible, the legend of Billie Jean, a show I starred until I was fired and replaced with a real girl. <laughs> <laughs> you were too young. But, but you were it, too wasn't young. Tra- it wasn't transphobia. It was also, they said I was difficult. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I'm too difficult for your uh, your uh, Casita basement show girl. Too I'm difficult. So bad. Too difficult. I was like, <laughs> That theater doesn't have Wi-Fi, and they made us rehearse in there, and no reception. Oh, heavens. I love that theater, though. I do. I sucked a a dick in that theater my first week in Hollywood. God bless. Work. Yeah, he's dead now. 
Oh my god, that's like Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. He pulled down my pants in the third grade. He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> love oh Connie. Love Connie. Also, you might remember her from the movie Legally Blonde. Yes. Yes, bitch. Works she- every time. Works every oh Ben the Snap works every time. <laughs> yes. Go back and legend. watch the film if you want to get into the origin of Love Connie. So good. She's um, a legend. She comes in. She is doing her fitness thing, slamming doors, does not give a fuck. So proud she, of her. I think she she's just told to lead the girls and to like do her thing. And she's like, come on, denim jacket. Yeah, you over here. <laughs> just so good. And then just yelling at Brooklyn doing better than her. Just so much fun. I had so much fun this week watching her anyway. Yeah. I also had fun looking at um, uh, Scarlet Envy's look. And we were sent a side-by-side, which is kind of a stunning, um, stunning revelation. Uh, It seems she is trolling your season four promo look. We will put this on the Instagram. She's wearing the tight, curly, the little oral Annie wig. (laughs) (laughs) very me but that's my natch hat that's me yeah that's my day walk look yeah just you didn't want to wear a wig you wanted to just use the natural just just, yeah a little bit (laughs) um I think I love watching the girls get into quick drag because plastique is so cute I was like you're just gorgeous I love it. Um, and by the every time there's two winners, you're like, oh, someone's doing teams. So we're still on the teams tip. We are they, completely. They they use teams to narrow out the the weak people. It's real easy. Oh um, yeah, someone and gets to be last picked always, mm-hmm. and it's it's very that. And um, you know, the fifteen hundred gift card from Moo London skincare. Moo is, London. Uh, Moo London. Moo London. <laughs> um, is awarded to Plastique and Akira, and yes. they get to pick. Um, and this this is like a very physical challenge. Girl. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I would have done well on this. Well, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into the Drag Olympics. I'm going to drain this system more. da 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 Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. 
so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. So we are back and the Drag Olympics is a, a, a freestyle floor program in front of a live audience, including compulsory elements. And if you don't know what compulsory means, I'll spell it out for you. Fanography, <laughs> voguing and shablamzing. Tip these men. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. You're familiar with my discography. Uh, Girl, yeah. Are you a drag Olympian? Can do you have any of these these skills? Well, this is where I would just lean on acting and giving it a character and just being sort of like a really serious, like spirited into it, like um, precise moving, you know, like Russian gymnast girl, you know, Uh I would just dip into some hoochie little duck walk, throw some throw some hands. And then uh, roll, the <laughs> try to try to pretend I'm Tati for a second. And uh, that's about it. It is. It's really about that, isn't it? I mean, the, the fanography, voguing and shablamming. I don't I, I mean, one of the things I do like is after they team off and pick these teams is they talk about shablamming. And it's something that's like terrified me a little bit because I have a back problem. But um, showing people how to do it properly, like Evie breaking it down and then showing Brooklyn, who was like interested as a dancer, like, how do you how do you do these steps? And I love that it's like teaching the kids. And now so many more people will be on the floor of a dirty ass club. I am very uh, hopeful that I can be one of those people. I want to be a death dropper. I want to do that. Maybe we should learn on our OnlyFans. I would love that. And then a week yeah. later, you can put it on your YouTube channel for free. <laughs> Are you reading? The full read. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. Oh, Hawaii no. highlights. Hawaii highlights. This is amazing. Oh, wait. I put, I I put, I put I clips. <laughs> Where did I say this before? I put clips, highlights. <laughs> 
No, you're right. I know. It's to send traffic to the OnlyFans. It's a you can, yeah, right. You can yeah. see the whole thing if you <laughs> funnel your way to the paywall. Yeah. You can <laughs> see the whole thing. But I love that idea. I would love to properly learn how to shablam. Totally. Ganja is around. I would love for her to teach me. Good idea. We should do that. I'm also like 12 feet tall and my center of gravity is, uh, I'm not sure where it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think it's around. I've seen it. No, I've seen it around. (laughs) It's like in my head. So unfortunately, (laughs) that makes it difficult. (laughs) We'll find it. So. I always, say, I always say I got a severe case of the Caucasians because I can't do like the and at all. I can only do the um, the boop. That's, not the what, that's how Hecklina does choreography. She's like, no, honey, no ands. It's just one, <laughs> two, three, four. One, two, no, one and a two and a ka, 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 ka. No ka, ka, ka at all ever. For me, it uh, needs to be on the words. Just give it to me. Give me the movement that goes with the words. And then there's always the girls that, no, 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 baby. I need the count. I need the count. <laughs> that happened with Giannis and Soki. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I need the count. Where's the count? What's the what words, se- baby? Baby, where's the count? What's, se- what's season? Just now. What <laughs> season? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys, I do watch this show, so stop making I fun know. of me. I do watch this this show a lot, I and know. then I do the podcast. <laughs> um, I fucking love all of the the shit that's going on this season, and yes. just the showing challenges that are actually challenging, and that relate to drag queens. Like this is stuff drag queens do. It's not like star in a skit. Mm-hmm. Um, Star in a skit that was because, written by well, chimpanzees with typewriters. <laughs> well, seriously, <laughs> wildly oh. banging on keys. Uh, reading, <laughs> <laughs> reading. We somehow got a script. Reading, reading. Using the uh, iPhone word suggest, they just press the next word a, a thousand <laughs> times, and that is right. the script. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> wow. That's harsh. I'm um, only kidding. Not wrong, but Scar I mean Scarlett gives this interview where she's talking about um, you know, being good to other people's um chagrin at the challenges thus far. And the challenges thus far have been like being like, you know, a cute character in a skit. Now it's like some brass tacks. Can you entertain with your body and put on a show? Yeah. You know? And this is what I think um they're really getting down to where we have to start remembering their names because they're going to be going home. And Scarlett's obviously worried in the beginning, you know? Totally. So we get broken down into two teams and it starts to look like maybe, uh, maybe Vanjie's kind of worried about her team because she says Nina is not a dancer. Scarlett is not a dancer. And she says Raja is temperamental. <laughs> Not temperamental. God bless her. Raja says, honey, I am going to keep my skills to myself with this choreographer because uh, I'm not going to build myself up too much so they can read me beneath the cement. Not at all. When uh, Vanjie says she's praying these girls get hit by the Rhythm Nation stick, I think. <laughs> what would we do without this woman? I love Vanjie. She's so great. She's um, so good. But. The- <laughs> It's it's um do, would you have worn heels for this for the they, rehearsal? They, yeah, because some of the girls are wearing heels, some of them aren't. Um 
What were you? Were you a rehearsed in heels kind of girl? For me, I prefer to rehearse in heels because it's basically like, um, it's dangerous if you don't because you learn it and your body gets used to it in your tenny runners. And yeah. then you put on the heels and you're like, and you're like, uh, Britney Spears on the, um, on the, what was that tour called? The one where they started putting her in heels and she can't move. Cause she, she's always danced in flats. <laughs> so when you put Britney Spears, which I am Britney Spears, when you put her in heels, she can't move the same. So I prefer to either wear a really low heel or somehow wear a flat or practice in the heels that I'm going to be wearing in the show. Got it. Um, cool. <laughs> what about you? Um, I, I've never made it to a ch- <laughs> bless you. I'm allergic to success. Um, I usually, I usually bring a, a heel to rehearse in just cause I think it helps with weight distribution. Cause you really need to know which foot your, your weight is on when you're in a heel. Completely. It's not as like easy. I think I like to know what my hands and what my feet are doing. Completely. Our shout out to our sister, Courtney, who's also very, good at her extremities she's very good at using her extremities we can send this for the gram (laughs) yeah we can send you this clip the the judges on uh dancing with the stars were like we think you're really great at using your extremities and courtney's like (laughs) like you don't know the half of it tuts god damn it the girls um, hit the main stage and they're working with legends, Travis Wall and Adam Rippon. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, I really like Travis's style of uh, coaching. I do too. Because when he said, when he said to um, Scarlett, he said, that was not good, but we will get there. It's like, <laughs> Encouraging. I like that. He told them exactly he was honest and they knew, but he's like, I'm, I want to work with you and I'm willing to. And like, you know, I like that he doesn't discredit Silky because she may not be as like uh, agile at the moves, but she, you know, she finds her way and she makes up for it. I love it. Exactly. And yeah. I will say that Silky was giving it everything. Yeah. She was down there rolling around fucking giving it giving it all and that's really what you have to do yeah um evie's trying to give it all and just when her i i i sympathize with her because i know how hard it was on me and i was in shape drag race is a marathon and you are using yeah you're it's like show show another bus raw cock more cock rupaul like it is you are working hard (laughs) it is it's killer so for somebody with a chronic pain problem i can't imagine god bless her yeah. And all that dick. Yeah. It was it was really um it was really hard to watch that moment uh yeah. with Evie talking about her condition because I can't imagine like I I so often just take it for granted that like oh I'm going to be doing drag until I'm 90 and that's just how it's going to be but like you don't know that. No none of yeah. us knows that. It was just really like touching and and I don't know it 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 adds another side of her and of her story that like I didn't have any idea about. She doesn't she doesn't lead with that or has ever used that as an excuse and she's so fucking strong and like I it's just really admirable and it was really um it was really touching to hear her talk about it. Yeah, totally. Um 
I, I like Vanjie's little thing too. There was some underscoring about her feeling like she was letting Rue down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the music again was real. Like it told you exactly how to feel. And it was in there. Um, and then like Akira yeah. came in and the mood shifted a little bit and then the sun came out and like, it came like, you know, the uplifting key. It was a very, that it was well, um, orchestrated. Yeah. I was happy. I, I love production bullshit like that, you know? And Drag Race is one of those shows, Golden Girls is also one of those shows, where you can go from bawling your eyes out crying to laughing your tits off in Mm. 30 seconds. Yeah. And it takes a very special, it takes a very special show to be able to navigate that. I mean, for Evie just to turn it and just to say, and how are you people with non-bone generative diseases doing? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) knowing full well they were, they had the moves of a water buffalo. Um, (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the Ariel Versace sign off catchphrase, which has taken is, hold. Is it? What we happened? Were, what? We were saying it as soon as it started. As soon as it happened, a few days later, Plastique started saying it on tour, and like we were all saying it. The, the Trinity was saying it. Yes. Did she say it when she was at the end of the runway? Yes. She just went, mm, yes. And then two fingers, kiss, peace sign, tongue out. And then point oh. that way and then go. Wow, bless. We haven't heard the last of this catchphrase. I'm just warning you. No, I mm, bet yes. she'll be on All Stars. <laughs> 100%. Um, I think that this this outfit Rue's worn before, this solid gold dress. Did she wear it in like the gold promo for All Stars 2, I think? The one that Trixie won. Which one was that? Two or three? Was it the same garment or just similar? It, the bust looked like that molded metallic, like fake uh Godier thing. The uh-huh. thing that Raja Raja kind of wore something like it once, you know? Yes. It was very that it felt familiar but i don't think it was like the bottom was definitely different it had these sort of like big uh naomi smalls penis payette things oh yeah well well, matthew could have done those in post girl (laughs) you know he could have too okay so big dipper has the picture of the rupaul gold all-stars look and it first of all it has like a collar it wasn't open Yeah. Oh, you're right. But it still is a salute. Salute. Oh, it's a full salute. I'm standing at full salute for this for this look. Full. Once again, Delta and Raven are nailing it. Very, very pleased. Yeah. Very impressive. Um, The 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 I can't with the guest judges and and the things they make them say back to RuPaul. (laughs) What they say? I don't remember. Some of them are just like shaky, achy. You're like, okay, <laughs> I see. Oh, I see what you did there. Do you think they come up with them themselves? Or do you think a writer consults and says, you could say this, you could say this, you could say this? It's that. It's 100% that, the second one. But yeah. like sometimes, sometimes you know, when Ruth says hi, you just have a natural rapport and you start talking. Like not everybody is Frankie Grande. Um, <laughs> but like... <laughs> You know, not everybody's going to come with their own business. Um, remember, uh, remember when you clocked Cecily Strong having a little earpiece and then we found there was like a photo was sent to us that you could see that she had 
Oh, right. That was like when she was coaching. No, it was also at the judges' table. Really? Yeah. They give them earbuds at the at the panel? Maybe. Yeah. They want they want lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you ask? <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> But you've been to you've been to the show, right? <laughs> yes, um, but they, I don't. I, I thought only RuPaul had the earbud because he needs to talk to the booth and they need to like be in communication. But I didn't. I didn't know they were like. I knew sh- they were. You've said too much. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We're gonna have to. We're gonna. We're gonna extradite you under the cover of night. The code word is Natasha. Natasha. Welcome back to the 69th, 69th International, International Drag, drag Olympics slash drag. <laughs> Code drag 60. Oh my God, bitch. I slept on the Helis mattress last night in Palm Springs too. It's good. Did you get your life? I did. I did, gal. Um, I keep dropping this Dorothy's Bornak coaster. And uh, <laughs> so that's what you keep hearing. Because my tea is sticky. The tea is sticky today. It's sticking <laughs> to the Dorothy's Bornak coaster and throwing it on the, on the wood paneled floor. It's sticky and also unsweetened. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of am living for the songs that the girls perform to. This Shade remix by DJ Shyboy has all of like these Rue Girl quotes that like we all know with like great, like all of a sudden there's like the Rue quotes and then like some fucking Tchaikovsky thing and Brooklyn's dancing to it. I loved it. Shout tuck, out to tuck, DJ Shy Boy. Yeah, Tuck t- Tuck Pantistan. Uh huh. In their in their plea to eat end world hunger, they performed to feed the children, and the other yes. team performed a shade. Um, I which believe I ho- my voice is in some of these. Is your voice oh, in some of these? I I I doubt that. Much like I also doubt the compensation. <laughs> <laughs> That they're going to pay you for using said voice. No, because it's just clips from the show. Sure, and I bet somebody making money. This was similar to a song that we had to perform to on season five. And the clips exist out there somewhere, but it didn't make it into the episode for time. But mm-hmm. we had to do like a DJ Shy Boy remix performance that was, it was quotes from Untucked from previous seasons. Mm-hmm. And we had to like go out and lip sync. Like, this is not RuPaul's best friend race. This is not RuPaul's best friend. So this was this shade especially was sort of like an update of that using like mm-hmm. all the seasons. I loved it. I said, um, I literally was watching it with my friend Franz, a photographer, um, Cade, the makeup artist, and we mm-hmm. I literally shook my finger and we all went up in the makeup room when <laughs> when Evie and Brooklyn landed that jump split in unison. Girl. Like they they were turning it. The the only thing I wish that they had more of was plastique because at the end they were like, Oh, you didn't show your personality, blah blah blah. But in rehearsal, she was giving it and then they didn't show her at all. And she seemed like she was turning it when they did. So I was like, I want to see more of her. Yeah. I feel like the edit let her down a little bit. But um, do you think each team got to like do it twice? What do you think the deal was with that? They probably did it twice for coverage. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems to be how they do it. I don't know, though. I mean, with Plasti, it's, it's not just all about 
hitting the moves in a challenge like this. It's mm-hmm. really about giving personality. And so like, especially that like Evie, Nina, like they were, they were fully bombastically giving a character and a personality, which sure. is really what it's about. You can fuck yeah. up the movements all day, but as long as it's entertaining. Totally. Um, but I mean, I think that I can't read my notes right here. What does it say? Oh, I I'm, I was so happy that the drag national anthem was peanut butter. <laughs> right. So I was so happy. So happy. <laughs> With the ribbon dancers. And yeah. uh, Brooklyn picks up Evie because Evie injured herself. And that was a touching Raven think- picking up her uh, drag mama moment. <laughs> I think that um, Brooklyn was also in a Persian in a Persian Rose, maybe or a Lady of Steel, some sort of Ooh. Wigs by Vanity. I, re- I recognize the the highlight in the front. I think slash drag mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we get into this runway though? Because yes, wait. Do you guys ever tour to Tukpanistan? Uh, oh yeah, have you ever gone to Tukpanistan? No, I can't D- get the visa. Oh, DWV didn't go there. No, we didn't. They made you perform out of drag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's illegal. <laughs> it's a sewing. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> They're eyelash oh. extensions. There's really nothing you can do. Oh, wow. Nothing you can do. Um, I think Akira looks sickening. Wait, I, I mean, want to watch it. Can we watch it? All right, let's get into this runway. The theme is all that glitters. Mm-hmm. So it's implied that it's gold. We have Akira looking lovely. She is just golded out. Necklaces on her wrist, like gorgeousness. She looks like um, if Rue had a baby. Yes, it's very giving, like, RuPaul, like, tease. The hair is great. We saw the hair before, but, I mean, hey, it's her hair. That's what she looks like. Boom. Wigs are expensive. You're allowed to wear more than one, more than one. Brooklyn doing this Norma Desmond (sighs) moment. It's just so, like, even if you don't know the reference, it's still striking and makes so much sense and is wonderful, you know? It's fantastic. Just, like... It's brilliant. And she's giving it a character. And the way the three boas cascade in the back. Very, very. Rue calls it out. She says it's Erte, who was a designer from the 20s. Very that. Um, And Silky is in a jumpsuit, which I don't love. But um, she's selling it. Is she wearing bandages on her wrists? Or is this... It looks like it looks like a like a suicide scare. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. I, I don't know. That might be a trigger, but it looks like she's wearing bandages on her wrists, and I wish her a speedy recovery. <laughs> and the uh, cross, the cross. Uh, she said it was a church lady jumpsuit, right? Which I get. She was giving it the character of like I'm the church lady from church. Okay, yeah. but like, did the church lady literally just? Self I don't harm. Know. I was just saying it because I didn't like how her gunt looked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. 
Okay, well, um, I love how Evie looks like. She looks like that one cartoon character lady. <laughs> Kronk. <laughs> yeah, is that who she, from uh, the Emperor's Last Whatever? Yes, completely. She looks like she should be, she should be Eartha Kit yelling out Kronk. And yeah, she took that trash and she turned it into treasure because she turned her ankle and she said, I'm going to walk with a cane and so I'm just going to make the whole thing this like decrepit, like... Mm-hmm. The woman limping down the runway and then shows her fucking whole ass. I love it. Oh, and I know. it's cute too. It's a complete salute. Um, I think Sugar comes out next and she looks like a Power Ranger villain. She um, does. Uh, complete Power Ranger villain and just. I mean, she it a for effort because a lot of effort went into it, and I'm that's all I'm going to say because she's a nice man. She is a nice man. the The headpiece is sort of swallowing her head a little bit, and reversible yeah. sequins. I wouldn't mind if there was a moratorium on reversible sequins. Well, girl, tell Monet. Okay. <laughs> um. Next, we have Plastique Tiara, looking amazing. Yeah, really I mean, flawless. It's- it's the blondes. It's Victoria's Secret. Like we see all the inspiration. It's the that dude who makes stuff for Alyssa and the other girls. Chernobyl design, I think probably. This is, yeah, this is like operating at an all stars level of like runawayism. Yeah. Really, really great. Um, Raja, you know, she was giving it to me. She was uh, kicking down the runway like she was walking a poodle. And I don't know what this ball was. Is that a purse or is that a? It's a purse. You know, is it an object? It's an objet d'art. <laughs> I mean, a lady can never be too sure, I guess. So I'm not going to read her. But the I would length like to see her. of the pant is a little neither cigarette. here nor there. It's a little cigarette pant, Audrey, little shop of horror moment. Like that hemline length, I think. Like very like Ike and Tina backup girl. If it lost an inch or gained an inch, it, it would be... It, Better. It, it would make more. It would be like saying that it would be like yes. either like pedal pusher or cigarette pant. But yes, it was it sort to. of a little in between, which is my only gripe with the outfit, because I think she looks really cool. Now, I, Vanjie, Vanjie for me was a dispute because I I was OK with her being gold. But then I'm like, wait, her face ain't gold, just her body and her arms. And then the gloves look weird. And then her tights are matte. It's a severe case of no matchy. Yeah, the um, gold is turning green, sort of like data from Star Trek. Yeah, I don't love it. Um, I would I have loved she, if she did it the whole way down, like legs and face and I'm I a think she's, gold girl. She's, yeah, she's looked better before. Um, now, I kind of have a problem, and I know people will be like, oh, you're talking shit. What? But um, Nina, I think, looks great, and she's so fun on the runway doing her own thing and everything mm-hmm. and then when Michelle chimed in about um uh, padding downstairs a little bit more t- for a quote more pleasing figure it's like f- shut the fuck up Michelle she pleased everybody on the runway <laughs> she was she was enigmatic in the challenge and fun this is literally like you're saying her hips should be bigger that's fine. It's her drag. I'm sure she's doing the best she can and feedback is welcome. But like Nina does not want to make her hips bigger. I don't think. Well, I In those see Michelle's point. Rooms? Michelle was going to bat for Nina and she was defending How? her because the judges were the judges were kind of one of the judges was like, this looks cheap as fuck. And who Mich- said that? I don't know who she is. Mariah. Mariah. She's an Olympian who we don't know. 
No, I'm saying I'm some Mariah quote. No. She she was saying it looked cheap and Michelle was like, no, this is all custom. So back off, Tuts. <laughs> but I kind of understand because uh, uh, proportionizing wise, it you want hips that match the width of the shoulders. If you're if you're talking about pr- classical proportionizing, if if you're trying to look like uh, a hourglass woman, but like not everybody is trying to look like an hourglass woman. The the Viking woman like this is supposed to have a bust so big she ends up in like the opera pit, you know. Like I think she looks perfect. I I was just I didn't like how Michelle was delicate about it, but I still didn't like what she was saying. She was saying you should do better on your outfit, and I for me Nina gave me a ten, and the fact that she was in the bottom this week or like almost in the bottom. It's like she could have been in the top how she was selling it. She was great, I thought. Yeah. And I think it's a, I think it's a little bit about camp drag being not as respected as gorgeous flawless drag, you know? Because Nina was just as polished as plastique, you know? That's true. Well, ask Chanel about your drag. <laughs> oh, oh Chanel, wow. Ve- Chanel Vegas. Deep shade. Deep shade. Deep twisted season one. You know, you can show that you don't have to be beautiful or, you don't or ha- talented. You don't you don't have to be beautiful. You know, you're just you're just doing and 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 people seem to love it. So yeah. <laughs> just gasping. I mean, there's people here. Watch yeah. All that casting. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We uh, have Scarlet Envy, who looks beautiful, I think. Uh but it looks so tight that she doesn't look like she can move so much. But uh the body is on and she's doing her thing. She just gives me like redheaded Elvira's uh little cousin. Very like, that. Slink- Slinky, like, late-night horror movie presenter. Very that. Her makeup is untouchable. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. I don't I don't mind the outfit. They hate the butterfly clips in the hair. I, I would have loved a little more ass on her. I think she could have padded that a little. Oh, so are you saying it would create a more pleasing shape? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> She turns right around and says literally the same thing that she was just reading Michelle was saying. You said exactly the same thing. Listen, I was on Boston Public, you fucking bitch. (laughs) And Law and Order. With Loretta Devine. I'm an actress. I have all the emotions. (laughs) Um, The winners of this challenge all get a $2,500 gift card. And we'll find from, out who they are when we come back from this break. <laughs> oh, big I'm wins, sorry, big wins. but I heard the weed whacker in the background of the last episode and I had to turn it off. I had to. I'm so offended that you even have weeds. You're a role model. You call yourself a role model, Alaska? Oh. Oh wow. Really hidden. Oh, you can't hear it? Well, I don't okay, know. I, can hear I mean, it, I, we can hear it. <laughs> they are going yeah. to town. <laughs> Uh, girl no i'm appreciative i'm grateful so you were talking about the uh the prize this week yeah i i was um i I love elia's closet they make rhinestone shiny shit and then um 
Who needs the twenty five hundred dollar gift card to a fan company unless that, you're gonna make your unless you're gonna make your own fans? I guess that's what you would have to do. Like, I can't imagine spending twenty five hundred dollars on fans unless you were selling them. Uh uh-uh. uh, I I do have to give it up for Rue this week. She made she made me laugh out loud a couple times yeah. when she said to Evie, "No kick fucks." <laughs> And was, she said, she said, don't be, don't be kick fucking or something. No kick fucking. It was so funny. I peed. And then she called her a handicap hooker and a handicapable whore. It's just like, I, <laughs> I love funny. the love. I love the love that she showed towards these girls this season because it really feels like, you know, they're going to think there's something there <laughs> after. Um, yeah. But team, team plastic definitely is, uh, they get the sour pussy face a little bit. Um, Plastique gets positive feedback But she's told to turn things up And I'm like, girl, it's a group challenge You hit all your moves You're not gonna, you know, outshine Nina In a character competition right. I don't think um, I thought Raja did good Vanjie was great Nina was good Scarlet was weak um, What about you? Who, would you? who was your bottom on that team? Because I would have loved to have seen I mean, Vanjie was on for the challenge, but for her runway for that, I would have said, girl, you need to lip sync. I would have made it Scarlet and Vanjie. Cause yeah. Raja, 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 I thought was good, but Vanjie's runway was not acceptable. Cause it's like, cause the other girls were saying like, Oh, well that's the clothes she brought. But it's like, that is no, that I agree with Evie. It's like, that is no longer an excuse when the, when the judges each runway are telling you we need a different silhouette. That's yeah. when you make a turban out of some fabric and turn it into Norma Desmond, like fucking, you know, or, Brooklyn Heights. You know what? There's girls that are going home every week. Be nice to them and they'll let you borrow their good stuff that they didn't get to wear. Oh, that's the untucked drama, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the- I, I don't know. That's what I would have done. When girls were leaving, I would always go say bye and then look through their shit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I steal I steal from Jigs all the time She'll tell you Oh good Yeah I only take stuff That doesn't fit her anymore though I thought Scarlett Did better than We thought she was gonna do In the Rehearsal But it still was like When you're the weakest link Out of the bunch It's She definitely fell though During the challenge That's unfortunate Yeah Well before um, we get into uh, the winners and losers of this week. Yeah, everybody let's, sit back and relax. Let's talk about this one line from Untucked. Untucked. The realty is this was the first time I was like, oh my God, like, what the fuck can I do? What am I going to do? Evie Oddly. Yes, that's a great line. My choice line from this very touching episode of Untucked comes from Vanessa Vanjie Mateo when she says, quote, burn the wigs, burn the fucking wigs, end quote. And this has been one. One line. From. Untucked. Welcome uh, so, back to the main stage. <laughs> so we'd like to congratulate uh, Team Akiria and Akiria C. Davenport for winning this maxi challenge. That's huge. Tur- turning it. Put on a good goddamn show. What? Wait, is her ass 
it was is that what is I need I need a ruling. I need intel. Is that real? Is that padding? Is it a silicone body form? Because it was moving like real skin. Remember that one ass that I had for a little bit that August Getty was letting me wear? I do. And then Raya busted the pussy out of it. I'm shocked. Akira looks even more realer than that pussy pad. So I think it could be her. And I mean, she's from Texas. <sighs> we know we know a girl from Texas or Florida has had some body work done before. <laughs> Karen Archer body works once or twice Um, (laughs) so I don't know but I I know it's pleasing to the eye I'm sure Michelle would say it's creating a pleasing figure I would like to know if anyone knows for sure or oh we have a picture from her Instagram where it appears as though that is her figure come on body Sometimes photos can be photoshopped and you can make it look like you have a body that you don't have. Just look at the AAA girls promo pictures for American (laughs) Apparel. (laughs) Willem's like, bitch, where? Check it. Check it. I'm speaking more for myself than I am for anyone else. Okay. (laughs) Well, if you had to ask me who should go home, it would be you. No, I'm kidding. This would not, this would not, this situation where all the girls say Scarlet, I feel for the girl until she said Raja has been in the bottom a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a curious body. Good for her. Yeah, 100%. Um, Chanel was so pleased that she got a shout out for me. She's like, I'm getting so many new followers <laughs> about the throwing the scissor line on Twitter. Oh, you like that? Yeah, it was so funny. So uh, during the lip sync, Scarlett takes out some scissors and cuts off a dress. Have you seen the lip sync? It was underwhelming to me. It was close, though, for me. Uh, you, eh. Do I... Uh, you know what's even closer? Uh, that weed whacker. <laughs> uh, it was close for me because I I didn't know how it was going to go down. Well, here's the thing. I didn't know either, but I also didn't care. I wasn't invested <laughs> enough in either of their performances to feel a certain way. So I was like, okay, who's next? Like, I didn't feel like either of them was probably the winner from the start based on what they've shown on TV, you know? Well, Raja was clean. Her her lip sync was strong. Uh, she captured the emotion of the song. And Scarlett... Oh, when, she, when she was scolding, she's like, to scold yeah. you. Shake, shaking her finger like a fucking nun. Yeah. Love. Scarlett relied on stunts a little bit. Which a little. we've seen in the past works on Drag yeah. Race. Have you ever uh, cut a garment off with scissors? Have I ever relied on stunts? You fucking bet your ass I have. When I was on All Stars, every time I had a stunt planned, it was either... Go ahead. There was always a stunt. Whether it was pulling a wig out of my fucking... Or pulling a flag out of my wig or cutting the garment off with scissors like Scarlett did. Be careful. You did that too? You... You did that too? You paved the way. I did. I cut off a latex um, skirt. Oh my god. Ripped it off. It was when she did the same makeup as Detox that day. The black oh. band over the forehead moment. I'm I'm thinking about trying a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Will you? Uh, will you? I, I just want to try one. I, I, you know, try something new. I know. Try something new. Uh, yeah. Girl, I love in this song for the lip sync, they were like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, key change right there? You, We don't need to see the rest of this at all, I guess. No, it's edited they, for time. They said, we're going to give you 54 seconds to clear. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I was seeing online that people were like, the wrong girl went home. And I was like, I don't care. Someone went home, which gets us closer to a winner. Because, like, I'm very interested in whittling this talent pool down because we have so many front runners. I mean, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you feel like the right girl went home for this one? Uh, I think it was justified. And I think it could have been either of them. But uh, I think... I think Raja is more compelling as a character moving forward because she's more willing to uh, interact with the other girls, whether that's for the for the good or for the bad. And that's really what you're there to do. And she's been in the bottom and she keeps killing it in the lip sync. So I don't know. There's more of like a story there that I want to see more of. Scarlett sure. is beautiful. She has a bright future ahead of her. She'll probably come back for all stars. Why not? And I think that'll work out really well for her. So I hope that she does go down that path. Yeah. Or maybe she'll get to be on like a holiday special. <laughs> Okay, so from the DMs, if you haven't already recorded it, for this next episode recapping the Drag Olympics and the controversial lip sync, could Alaska answer the question, did Raja lend RuPaul a crop top? Is that why she was saved? Very (laughs) clever. Very, very clever. I I think it might be a statement from RuPaul saying... Don't cover my stage in fucking glitter. Don't rely on stunts. If your stunt seamlessly goes with your lip sync, then okay, go for it. But just give us a fucking good, strong performance and don't make it all about the this and the that and the I got the fucking thing hidden in my bra and now the stage is, now the crew has to stay fucking an hour later to clean up all this stuff on the stage. That's what I, that's what I think the message was. Oh, you're still mad about her bubbles. <laughs> oh, she did bubbles before too. She was Little Miss Bubbles. She was coming for a Detox Act because Detox had the bubble, the magic bubble wand in her promo photo. Remember that? Yeah, Miss Bubbles. Yeah, Miss Bubbles. So first, she co- she's basically tarring and so feathering the, the stage because she's covering it in a slick substance, and then a couple weeks later, she covers it in fucking glitter. Bitch, I threw up on it, but I cleaned it up myself. Well, you made Chanel do it. <laughs> no, I did it. She she held my hair. Um, I would like to thank everyone for holding my hair this week on Race Chaser. And we promise to bring you more award-winning content next week on Wednesday. So many awards. Mm-hmm, so many. I'm Willem. I'm Alaska. And you can mm-hmm. rate our podcast and comment about how pleasing to the ear it is. And subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode is coming out. Hey, and we have an OnlyFans page for more exclusive content at OnlyFans.com slash RaceChaserPod. And a new video is coming out this week. Exactly. And I love that addition of that sound effect, (laughs) which is just your phone going off. But it happened at a really good time. Right. This hot guy named Eric just texted me. You can add us on Instagram. You can follow the dolls. Um, uh-huh. At Willem at the only Alaska five thousand and the Race Chaser Podcast Instagram is at Race Chaser Pod. 
Yeah, and send us all the memes. Hey, mm-hmm. and if you're still listening now, you can send us your dicks, your titties, whatever you want. Make us yeah. smile. Um, and don't forget, yeah, don't forget to use the hashtag <laughs> race chaser. And Dipper is reading them for all you um for all you honeypot bear chasers. Yeah, Big Dipper's like, there's too many dicks. For the first dun, time dun. in my life, there's too many dicks. Well, they're inaccessible. No. It's not like here's a dick, come over. It's just like here's a dick. Here's now, a dick. Sometimes and, sometimes right. you find out where you, they live and then you book a gig in that city. Oh, I see that. That's how it goes. <laughs> but if you're in Los Angeles on DragCon weekend, mm-hmm. you should get your ticket now for Drag Queen of the Year Pageant Competition Award Contest Competition on yes. May 26th at 7 p.m. I'm so excited for this page. That's the Sunday night of DragCon. It's gonna be great. We are getting down. We we have the contestants pretty much selected and we're going to be announcing them really really soon and announcing some more celebrity judges we're really excited um you can use the ticket link in my instagram uh link in bio and you can get tickets they're moving fast so we would love to see you there it's going to be really really stunning yes mary todd link in bio oh girl thank you so much for for taking time off out of your photo shoot you literally did this on your lunch break at a photo shoot i Um, just took a picture i'm gonna post it on race chaser pod oh girl yeah thank you for joining Uh, us and we'll talk to you really soon bitch have a good flight delta diamond bye ho okay bye Race Chaser Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. (laughs) 